everyone, and welcome to American Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jenna. And this week, we're doing another news-centric week of catching up a little bit with what happened with the other royals the week of uh, Harry and Meghan's engagement, and then also hearing all about what they've done in the last seven days, which has been quite a lot. It's been a busy week for royal watching. <laughs> I, I'm thrilled about it, yes. though. I, you know, there was a time in the summer when we would, we had to think really hard, like, oh, what's a good topic we can do for a, a large in-depth uh, research item to discuss that will cover, you know, a lot of time in our episode because we had maybe like three right. items and then maybe a, a dumb <laughs> headline of a composite photo baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now we, I mean, we're like cutting stuff. And don't worry, listeners, we're not really going to cut anything to do with the younger royals. Mostly it's just like, you know, Charles and Camilla went to like, I don't know, where did they go? Stoke? Yeah. I already, I deleted it from the doc. You had a really good headline for it. I was impressed. I was like, oh. Oh, they popped into Stoke. I was like, that is is colorful writing. I like that. It just popped by. Well, um, I'm going to – another thing that I, I've been immersed in British culture this week myself, too, because um, for those listeners who are in Minnesota, uh, the Walker Art Center, which is this modern art museum, who, and that it has – every year it has a theater in it, and it plays the British Arrow Awards, which are the uh, best advertisements in Britain, and it's like an hour-long – program you go there and you sit in a movie theater with a bunch of other people and watch an hour's worth of commercials but they're all really good commercials or they're supposed to be really good and so Sunday afternoon went there and looking forward to you know seeing the fun products wondering you know what British celebrities I might see like inside jokes that I might get as an Anglophile what I did not expect was that approximately 55% of these ads were going to be devastating to me emotionally and cause me to cry in public. Oh, no, I was going to say, I was like, I've been to this and like, you're laughing one moment and the next you're bawling. You're like, oh my gosh, look, it's David Beckham and Kevin Hart and they're on a buddy road trip comedy (laughs) extravaganza for H&M sweaters. And then it's like, oh my God, hi, I'm a child refugee. Why Why are you such, why are you so terrible and like not treating me like the human being that I am? And I'm just like, oh my God. Cause I mean, and I will, I cry at commercials all the time in my own home. The one for Amazon where there's the golden retriever and the baby and the baby only likes lions. And then the dad buys the golden retriever, the main I'll cry in five seconds flat. The minute that comes on, I start sobbing. And there were commercials in this that I had seen before. And again, I'm just crying. And it was it was a lot. But it was also really fun. I don't know. I don't I I would recommend it if you're you know looking for an hour to kill and you're in Minnesota. I think it's always a fun, fun time because you can kind of see like, you know, what is the best in British advertising. And there are some really dumb commercials and there are also some really amazing commercials um, the best one, and I hope I'm not spoiling anything because I think this is public knowledge, but the, the best ad of the year was actually an ad for the um, Paralympic Games. 
And it starred a whole bunch of British uh, Paralympians. And it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I don't know, maybe you can Google that and it's probably online somewhere. But it was really cool to see on the big screen because it's people doing these amazing feats that I, as a you know non-disabled person, couldn't even conceive of. So two thumbs up, <laughs> says Jenna. Excellent. I'm not Roger Ebert. That's different. But... um. Now that I've discussed my weekend, we can go into learning about what what everyone yeah. did. There is quite a lot. <laughs> There's quite a lot. So again, like I said, um, we're kind of cut out some of the more minor things that the senior royals did. We're going to just touch on the things that are most important, um, which are dogs and booze. So on um, starting with the queen as usual, on November 30th, uh, she was in West Sussex for... I don't know, some kind of just to do a couple of events there. And the best event of all time was um, what I've just labeled puppies. It was an event with Canine Partners UK, which is a charity that trains service dogs. And while she was there, I don't know how many dogs were there. Tens? It seems like there was, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of puppies. Like at least 20, including baby puppies and you know, actual working service dogs. She got to see these dogs um, as they were being trained to do things like open the refrigerator door or open the washing machine and take out a, a piece of clothing um, and bring it to the person who wants to, I don't know, hang it up or put it away. And it was cool. And the event was capped off by um, the queen being presented with a posy of flowers by Yarna the Black Lab who did such a good job in bringing the flowers, but she didn't do a very good job of giving the flowers. She just walked up to the queen and then dropped them. And everyone laughed because of that dog. <laughs> dog doesn't understand that she was supposed to give rather than drop. But it was adorable. And of course, the queen can't get mad at a face like that. So um, it was great. And there were so many good, there were so many good pictures. In a brief interlude, I guess this is the one story that doesn't have to do with dogs or booze uh going over to charles and camilla um also on november 30th longtime listeners to the podcast will know that i am obsessed with the um prince of wales's instagram account and how similar it is to a typical dad account so i'm calling this hashtag dad content <laughs> and it's just a video and it's just video and it says snow at St. James's Palace and it's just a shot of the building with snow falling and it's like okay it was really beautiful though like it does like, it was very pretty like, it doesn't snow that often that's true especially in November right. and then I got um, really mad because I was like I want snow which I am now regretting because now we yeah. got it because there was a blizzard last night not not in depth of snow but in velocity of in, wind in the damage <laughs> yeah and in to the traffic souls. nonsense <laughs> took me like 20 more minutes to walk to work because i had to like penguin walk because yeah. just the sidewalks were pure ice i know i was like i guess this is Ugh. where i die yeah somebody just you know pushed me home on like a sleigh <laughs> that's what they should do is they should set up like a horse and sleigh to run down nicolet mall downtown that would be a that would be such a good idea. Maybe they should. They shouldn't. They could make to so much money yeah. doing that. Good idea. Okay, th that's an aside. Yeah. But 
<laughs> um, there's that. And then today, Camilla was out and about uh, visiting the ICAP charity day in her role as patron of the uh, medical detection dogs, which is one of, was one of the charities being supported there. And she also got to meet some very good dogs who were just sitting there being cute. Um, finally, in Senior Royals news, we'll check in with Anne, who we rarely cover here, but when we do, it's for a good reason. And earlier last week, I don't know the exact time on this, but she went up recently went up to Kent and uh, presided over the opening of the Copper Rivet Distillery, which is a place that makes whiskey in England. And so I'm just imagining them divvying up the the uh, appearances that need to happen like amongst the family and who, who can take what based on like who's busy on a certain day, um, other things like that. And they see this one and Harry and William are both like, I'll do it. And then Anne's like, not on your life. That one's mine. Like let the true master. She's like, no, William, I scheduled you to be in Finland specifically so I could go to this one. Bye. (laughs) But that would be, I don't know. But I, she looked like she was having a good time. And I hope she had a good... She learned how to use, like, the measuring instruments, which seem complicated. Um, I can see Anne being a total home brewer. Like, I can see her, like, being oh. excited. And, like, just like you know, like, when someone makes their own brew and they're just so excited, they bring it out to you and they're like, I made this. Do you want to try it? I can see Anne being that person. I could see her being that, but only with very special people, like tapping her nose twice and being like, hey, I got I've got some special reserve. (laughs) She only invites you to partake if she really likes you. Maybe in years to come, they'll be like, did you know that Princess Anne is a home brewer? Yeah. And then like, or they'll start like a microbrewery based off of her. Her, her or like a, a micro distillery yeah. of gin. I don't know what her drink of choice yeah. is, but like she has bathtub gin. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't. But that's, yeah. Uh, but I mean, other than that, there was just a lot of like hitting people with sw- swords and going places and pulling ceremonial cords and unveiling plaques and taking ambassadors, credentials, etc. Nothing too much to talk about. Being a boss princess, as usual. So, Mm -hmm. uh, William went off to Finland uh, on November 29th for his, yes, his first official trip to Finland. Uh, Why would he go there? I mean, beyond, you know, some soft diplomacy, uh, as we've... It's so cold. I know, it's so cold and dark there. Uh, But um, it coincides with uh, Finland's 100th anniversary of independence. And I kept seeing that, and I was like, is it from the Soviet Union? Which it is. Uh, they used to be part of the Soviet Union. Now they are no longer. And I believe tomorrow's actually their Independence Day. Um, hmm. So congrats, Finland. I hope that you celebrate your Independence Day the way we celebrate our Independence Day. Except you might be trapped inside because it's just cold and dark. I don't know, but fire fireworks yeah. could work. That's fun. It's dark enough. Yeah. You don't have to wait until like 10.30 p.m. for them to start. True. They could just be like 9 a.m. Go. Yeah. Yeah. More time for sparklers. Let's do this. Exactly. Uh, But yeah, so uh, on he was a two day trip and Kate was originally kind of supposed to be part of this event. But um, due to Royal Baby number three, she is not going she's not quite ready and to kind of do that long of a trip away. So I know I think it's in January 
they'll be doing some additional. Are they doing Denmark, I believe? And maybe one I other. I think they're doing Norway. Yeah, Norway for sure. And it's either. No, I think it's Norway and Sweden. Oh, you're right. Because didn't right. Prince Harry go to Denmark? Yeah. Because, yeah, we originally thought. But lots of Scandinavian diplomacy. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, on day one, uh, William was welcomed by the president of Finland. And uh, then he did what any, you know, person does in a some sort of Scandinavian country. He, he pays homage to hockey. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the charity was uh, that they were at the ice rink for was for Ice Hearts. Uh, that uses hockey to help disadvantaged boys feel more socially included. And they kept saying social isolation on, <laughs> like, all the the on- stories and stuff. And I was like, like, and, and for me, with the, when I first saw that, I was like, is it because they're trapped in a cabin? But no. Yeah. Is it like, you know, yeah. <laughs> what kind of isolation? Like bullying? Yeah. Like being excluded? <laughs> or, yeah, is it just like he lives on a like a farm 50 right. mile or 50 kilometers from yeah. town and so never sees his fellow like 10 yeah, year olds mates so yeah, yeah so i was like i don't think i read this right <laughs> uh but so yeah so he met with um obviously volunteers from that event and obviously some of the boys who have benefited and uh, he shot a puck and uh i don't know if it was successful or not but it was. was it? Oh, good. He, it, he got it. I mean, he. I don't know who the goalie was, but he shot it, and I think it was a five hole. But I don't think the goalie was really trying. Yeah. But that's my that's my personal mm-hmm. opinion. But I would like to but see. Good. Oh, sorry. What were you say? Well, I was to say. I mean, it was good. Good for him to actually like hit the net. Yeah. Because, you know, hockey isn't a. I. I don't know if he's ever played hockey before. Right. Might be something new. Uh, and then uh, this was one of the chances he actually did speak to the press at this event about mm. uh, his brother Harry's engagement. And uh, it was kind of funny since he said he hoped that uh, Mary and Meghan would uh, keep Harry out of his fridge since he's apparently Harry, he's been poaching. You, you scamp. Yeah. Leave their groceries alone. But then William has to realize he's going to lose his excuse. For when he eats Kate's food. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes and she's been like looking for forward to her leftovers all day. And she goes to the fridge and they're not there. And she goes, babe, where, where's my, the rest of my sandwich? I've been saving it. And then he goes, oh, you know what? Harry probably took it. You know, now that's not going to fly. No Megan's going to be making such delicious food. That right. Harry will never need to worry anymore because it'll just be like he'll come home and she'll just be like, I made a bruschetta. Right. And so then William will have to find another. Lupo ate yeah. it. I think Lupo, <laughs> honey, I think Lupo got in the fridge. I'm so sorry. Lupo, bad uh, dog. So to be determined if uh, that will end, but probably. Uh, and then uh, continuing back to William in Finland, uh, he visited a Slush HQ, uh, which is a big startup event uh, for, I think, tech companies and all of that. So just another kind of talking about the bridge between yeah, UK companies or startups and small businesses and the rest of the European Union. And then um, I'm going to butcher this name like I butcher really any name that I say on this show. Uh he went to the La Tassarari Comprehensive School, um, which sure. it, it looks like I, a middle I school, have... maybe, or an elementary school of some sort. And I, yeah, some secondary school. So, but like teens and tweens. Yeah. 
and uh, they talked about how coding, and he went to a coding lesson since children now these days learn useful skills like coding mm-hmm. instead of things like figuring out what time a train might arrive. Yeah. I mean, I remember having to fight to take typing in eighth grade. I can't remember what the other elective was, but I used to type like, you know, two fingers. I could type insanely fast because I grew up on AOL Instant Messenger and I needed to be able to respond as quickly as possible to you probably. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but like, you know, when I took in eighth grade, I learned how to actually type like with the technique that you are supposed to use but yeah, it was. I can't remember what else they were trying to teach us. But like, even just that, like, well, it's even I like. I mean, this could, we could talk about this for like a million years. But even just like learning how to like manage your money, like, where was that class? Like, I mean, it was supposed to be in eighth grade, and it didn't teach you. No, they anything taught me about like how I, to, how to invest my money in a Roth IRA, and I was like, sure, I'll do that when I be, when I have money. I was like, I have fifteen dollars. Yeah. They need to do that. Like, yeah. How to pay your taxes, like for basics, like when you're graduating high school, they need to do that. They need to teach. I maintain that they need to teach um, in gym class. They need to teach or should offer an elective for female students or male students, whoever wants to take it of self-defense. Yeah, that would be smart. For gym class, because that's just a thing that I think everyone should kind of know. I guess it could be used for evil as well as good, but you know. At least you learn. At least you've been given the tools to protect yourself. Been given the tools. And yeah, there's just a lot of common common sense items. Yeah, so go Finland. Since they're usually ranked for having like the best school system in the world. So they have to be doing something right. Uh, So yeah, so uh, William watched a coding lesson and was probably mesmerized and probably hopefully got, you know, a little coding set for Prince George. Because he's not, he, uh, hopefully he'll be getting what uh, Prince George has on his Christmas list, or at least Cri- Father Christmas will be after uh, Harry managed to get an audience with uh, with uh, Santa or Father Christmas, whatever you want to call him, Papa Noel. There's a million names. Because uh, on day two, on November 30th, uh, William went to um, Esplande Park with the mayor of Helsinki, uh, where they had a Christmas market. And uh, he gave, yeah, Father Christmas, George's uh, Christmas list. And uh, he only had one thing on there. And he has really good writing for he does four-year-old, I believe. Four? Yeah, I think he's four or close to. Four or close to five. And he wants a police car. Um, assumedly not a full-blown actual car <laughs> that real yeah. police didn't ride around in, but who knows? He probably could get one of those, but it would be silly. I know he could. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, I don't know, there's, like, a TV show that he would have known that's, like, British, where people would pull up in the car and be like, let's go for a ride, George, but probably not. Yeah. Don't think he's allowed to do that, but hopefully he'll get a really cool one that lights up and has sirens so he can annoy the hell out of his parents with it. That would be awesome. So that was very cute that he had that list ready for the the most important man of the season. Uh, Besides Jesus. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I've told you this story about, I'm sorry, I'm taking us on a tangent, about how I used to babysit my next door neighbor. 
And he was like at the age where, spoil. Uh, if you have kids listening, close their ears. That means you, Hannah. Um, but he asked me, he was like, is Santa real? And I was like, of course he is real. And she, and then he's like, well, if he's so real, how come he's lived for so long? And I'm like, okay, what do I know about this family? Okay. They're pretty Catholic. And he goes to Catholic school. And I was like, well, he's lived so long cause he's friends with God. Like, <laughs> duh. That's true. I was like, God is, God knows what's up. Like, this is one of those tasks that he has delegated. Like, let's reward people who are good. That falls within my purview as God. So you, Santa, I'm allowing you to live indefinitely to to accomplish this task. And the guy, the kid bought it. And then his parents came home and was like, by the way, this is, this is what the truth is in your house now. Because I had to, I had to improvise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you left me alone with a kid who was going to ask some tough questions. And I, I had to make it up as I went along. I think you did a good job. Yeah, so that's that's canon. So again, you know, who who's to say who's more important? I think they're all part of the same same li- the same lore, yeah, for sure, so to speak, depending on what you want to think. Anyway, William finished. Yeah. Ha! He I was finished. about to say I was like that was good. Yes, uh he met I didn't mean he to do finished that. his Finnish trip by meeting Finnish airport pilots, Air Force pilots, excuse me. I don't know why I said airport pilots. <laughs> Uh, because that's because that's what their Instagram caption said. I think I corrected oh, okay. it because it was weird. Okay, but yes, they were at the Helsinki airport, and uh, they were discussing and talking about how they train for special, you know, severe weather in the winter because it is cold and requires special training. And uh, I imagine that Will also had some things to add to that, as he has been a rescue pilot before. Uh, so I'm sure that was. You know, one of those events where he definitely didn't have to study as much about how things are to show interest because he already knows. Small yeah, talk. Yeah, exactly. Small talk topics flow more freely. Exactly. When he's around other pilots. But yeah, so that was uh, uh, two days in Finland. So a bummer that Kate couldn't come. But I mean, if we're going to get her in, I'd rather see her in uh, Sweden and Norway than in Finland to be to be honest, so. And it's not like she was hiding away at right. home. And we will get to the huge number of events she took yes. on in William's absence. Um, quick quick Harry interlude. And we'll be obviously covering Harry's joint appearance with his new fiancé later in the new, later in this episode. But just two um, things that Harry did on his own. First, um, November 28th, he was photographed by paparazzi um, outside his uh, or leaving his gym in Chelsea in London. And he was with uh, one of his security officers. And normally I don't remark on paparazzi photos, but in this one, he's wearing like a gray sweatsuit. And I was like, oh, look, Harry's wearing gray sweatpants. And then as I just sent here, I just did eyeball emoji, (laughs) eggplant emoji. (laughs) And that's just what I'll say. I'm don't. I'm not proud of myself. I mean, no one should be proud of me. But you know, no one should be proud of if me. You, <laughs> if you, if you, I was. It, it's a thing. I don't know. I can't. Nothing too definitive. But it was there, and it was a picture. In more formal uh, events, on December fourth, he was um, at a Westminster Westminster Cathedral with the London Fire Brigade Carol Service. So that's like a 
holiday service um, that is given at Westminster Westminster Cathedral uh, for members of the London Fire Brigade, and they have festive readings and traditional Christmas carols. And he was wearing a gray suit in a rapid change of events, as opposed to his typical blue, but he was having a good time, though he was separated from his love. Indeed. He still seemed to be having a good time talking to the members of the fire brigade in the audience. Yeah. I hope Megan was taking a a well-earned rest. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. Uh, Probably, yeah. I don't know, watching Netflix at home, wearing slippers, or getting a massage or something. Who knows? You earned it, but we'll get to that later. She definitely earned it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, so we have a lot for what Kate's been up to, so much that I made a a segment for today that I will now call Catching Up with Catherine. I laughed at myself today when I came up with that. I liked it when I opened the document (laughs) to see how far you had gotten on the notes. I said, oh, I like that. So, uh, yeah, we won't go into a ton of in-depth since some of this was happening uh, even before the engagement. uh, But... I do know that Jenna is very excited to talk about one portion of Will and Kate's trip, uh, their away day in Birmingham, hanging with Brummies. I recently learned that's what you call someone from Birmingham in the UK. Hmm. Is it Brummie? I not know that. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be Brummie. Yeah. yeah uh, the only thing I really know about Birmingham is they had a Cadbury plant. Uh, when Ooh. I studied abroad, I remember a couple of my classmates ended up doing a day trip up there because they wanted to go to the Cadbury factory because that sounds kind of awesome, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I know yeah. at least Willy Wonka's right, chocolate at factory least effectively. in the U.S., the eggs are what's really popular, not as much like the chocolate bars. So they really wanted yeah. to see like they're hoping the eggs, but they couldn't even get into the factory and they said the town was very dirty, apparently. And so they were very sad yeah. that they didn't get their eggs, their, their, their tour of the eggs. So that was all I knew is that you couldn't actually go to the Cadbury factory. Didn't these people have the internet? Um, It was actually really difficult for us to get internet. This was 2010. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, even our hotel. Oh, I suppose. Even our hotel, like, that we, like, stayed at, you had to still pay for internet. And so we always had to go to cafes oh. and stuff. And so. Okay. Never yeah. mind. I'll, I take back my judgment. Yeah. Because no, I, was I say, No, I totally agree with you. It was, but it was, it was very difficult. I actually had a blog that I tried to keep up while I was there and it was impossible because also I could never find a cord or a place to plug in in any of the cafes. So I had to type. Yeah. We type something. And I was like, nope, my battery lasts for like two minutes. Uh, anyways. Hmm. So. <laughs> Things that uh, Will and Kate were up to is uh, they visited the Jaguar slash Land Rover production facility. Uh, They met with employees there at the assembly line and uh, they test drove some Land Rovers, which I'm sure they're already very familiar with since we often see Kate in London or and even Will uh, driving Land Rovers since they're very classy all-terrain vehicles. Yes. And so we saw that. I was I I saw the video of Kate doing the driving thing and it looked at one point like she was going to drive yeah. off this like platform and I was like freaking out because I was like what is happening and then it's just she inches forward and then it it's like a lever and like the ramp goes yeah. down which mind I I would be terrified to drive that but I kept being like what are you right. doing <laughs> like who who's watching who authorized this right I was like she is pregnant 
Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, again, I don't know the... I'm assuming that Land Rover probably has, like, technology to have amazing shocks. Like, it would, like, bounce yeah. down or something. <laughs> but but still, like, I didn't think it was terrifying looking. But yeah. good job. Well done, Kate. You didn't panic and hit the gas accidentally. Right. Like, I <laughs> might have. But, yeah, they test drove these Land Rovers because they're used by the Red Cross to rescue people in the mountains. So that seems like a really nice vehicle to be rescued in. Uh Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Kate was in Goat again. This appears she keeps tapping this uh, this brand for her maternity wear. It appears because I don't think I've ever seen her wear them when she's not been pregnant. Um, it was a rewear. It was her um, black. Oh, it's the black jacket that she wore in New York City in 2014. Um, when she wrapped presents, I don't know if anyone else remembers this, but she was wrapping presents at an event and like, she stopped for a moment to talk to this little girl and then like someone yelled at her to keep wrapping. And then she kind of, I remember this, like gave like a, like, Oh my God, are you serious? Kind of look. I'll never forget. this. So that was the jacket. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, yeah. And she wore a turtleneck with this jacket compared to New York city where she did not wear a turtleneck. I think I like it without the turtleneck more personally, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, then Kate met with students at um, the Topcliffe Primary School, and they had a design challenge where the kids were asked to kind of design sort of an electric car. I think they were supposed to draw them, so they didn't actually like fully build like an actual vehicle, but they kind of drew plans and made some smaller prototypes so she congratulated the winners for being smarties. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Will and Kate then went to somewhere Will probably really loved, which was the Ashton, Ashton Villa Football um, Club, Villa Park. And they played football slash soccer, American soccer. Or American, not, no. Yep. Yeah, soccer yeah, or yeah. British yeah, football. Brit- I don't yeah, know. Whatever. And we know what we're yeah. talking about. And uh, Kate admitted what many of us at what many of us women do when men talk about sports or other things that are boring. Mm-hmm. We just we zone out. So mm-hmm. look at that. I, look at that normal girl. I, I'm, I feel you, Kate. And I like soccer. I yeah. do. I, in fact, will go join my husband at. There's a pub in town or a local bar there where they watch British Premier League games. And sometimes it's as early as 6.30. I've only been to one of those in the morning. But I also always bring my Kindle because I know that inevitably at halftime and after the game, I am not going to be interested in discussing exactly what happened minute by minute. (laughs) So I'm with you, girl. (laughs) Just make sure you have your Kindle alive. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, and then uh, Kate, the she was wearing a red kind of puffer jacket in red from Perfect Moment, and Will had one in blue, so that was a very cute matchy matchy moment for them. And uh, mm-hmm. she was in a rewear of her New Balance Sweaty Betty trainers, which are kind of have like pink stripes on them of some sort. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but what brought them their you know final event of the day? Was their most exciting. Was the best one. I don't know, Jenna, if you would like to discuss this. I'll, I'll take okay. this one. You... All right. So I also love your. your <laughs> I know. On I couldn't notes. take it. I was actually like a little sad that 
like less than one percent sad that we didn't talk about any of our other news because I was so excited I I came up with that yeah <laughs> so Caitlin as she says they were at the Acme Whistle uh company right or I don't know Acme Whistles which is the world's largest producer of whistles and as Caitlin says so astutely there they received a blow by blow <laughs> history of whistles boom yep. and um. They, when they were there, um, they got, I mean, they learned about all the different types of whistles there are. So I, the ones that I saw on the like photos, uh, released of the event were like your traditional, like policeman's whistle. And then there was also the kinds of whistles that like Captain Von Trapp uses to call his children in the sound of music. And then, um, I just know that I saw the, the news and I, told my husband where they were that they were in Birmingham at the whistle factory and he goes oh god I hope I bet they're just like begging the people not to give them whistles for George because George is going to like go right up in their ears and like make a lot of noise he just seems like that kind of kid he's gonna wake Charlotte up from her nap Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a disaster and yeah but um apparently they did receive various whistles and some of those were earmarked for George and Charlotte, but I feel like they might get quote unquote lost definitely on the way home. Yeah, I think they got a dog whistle too for Lupo. Yeah. So that's useful. Um, which, yeah, that is nice. But again, if you're in Kensington, if you're like at Kensington Palace and you blow a dog whistle, like there are going to be a hundred dogs <laughs> within the vicinity that are going to come sprinting towards you. Cause like everyone walks their dogs yeah. there. Um, and one the one of the things that they got was a gold whistle from an employee who had worked at the company for forty years, which is a long yeah. time. Um, but I just like that they went to a whistle factory because <laughs> that's so fun that those still exist. Right. It's well, I, and that's one of the things I really like about, or another one of the many things I really like about what the royals do is they kind of yeah they put a spotlight on just things you don't like. I've not, I haven't thought about whistles in years. But there's apparently people making millions of them every day, and that's, like, their job. So I think it's... Yeah, and it has been their job for 40 years, so that's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, an away day complete. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, next for Kate. Wow, she did have a lot. Um, She did a lot. Uh, Then on November 24th, she attended the Royal Variety Performance... And uh, it's an event that raises money for the Royal Variety Charity, and it um, serves those who have worked in the entertainment industry and find themselves sick, impoverished, or, you know, elderly. And uh, the Queen used to attend this event, but now she has kind of tapped the younger generations to go in her stead. And uh, this was supposed, this was the day this event happened when that friday that was like supposed to be like engagement day for sure yeah the friday after thanksgiving and um so oh go ahead yeah you had told me like oh uh clarence house is going to be making an announcement at 5 p.m like you uh, central time or no it was 5 p.m london time oh 5 p.m london time yeah sorry um but which is 11 a.m yeah 11 a.m central time i can do math and I was, like, you know, not at work and so was checking the news and was really excited because we didn't know it was going to be announced. And then all of a sudden it was, like, I think you 
I didn't see anything. And then you texted me about this. Yeah. Um, but you said like, oh no, there, there's a security scare in Oxford, Oxford Circus. And, you know, what ended up happening, um, was that the Daily Mail, so there was reports that like something happened and now it's seen, I think everyone kind of agrees and maybe more has come out since I last heard of it, but it was kind of like a, a, like a fight between youths, like just like a, some kids got into, you know, some thing but some then people started running and then somebody reported that there was gunfire there and then the daily mail found a tweet that was about 10 days old and said that a car had been driven into somebody at oxford circus which obviously is a thing that has happened before or not at oxford circus necessarily but um something that's happened in london so it kind of caused a huge panic before people realized that there had been no gunshots no cars driven into people and you know, the security situation was declared safe for the Cambridges to show up. So, yeah, so the event did not start on time. Obviously, it was delayed. Uh, But it still happened. Uh, Kate, um, one of the highlights is if you are a Called the Midwife fan or a Miranda Hart fan, was that, yes, she got to meet Chummy. I love Chummy. Also, (laughs) Chummy is in Spy, which was just on TV yesterday, and I watched that. (laughs) She plays the, um, like, God, what's her real name? Nancy, I think is her name in the movie. But she's really, oh, God, she's so yeah. funny. Good British comedian. And then uh, Will did a skit with her, which really required him to, like, yell at her at one point during the event. So they arranged that beforehand. Yeah. Uh, Though, how many tabloids do you think, like, took screenshots of him yelling and are going to be like, Will, furious. Mad at Over Kate. something. <laughs> Yeah, which keep an eye out for that. We'll have to check like the bow tie continuity next time one of those comes out. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Kate was she was dazzling in uh, Jenny Packham. Lots of sparkles. It was a powder blue tulle um, dressed with sequins and flower crystals. And uh, she's wearing one of my favorite shoes from her besides, I actually really like her nude pumps, um, her platinum Lame Cabrina pumps from Oscar de la Renta, since they are very sparkly. Um, now, when we briefly discussed this dress last week, and I was expressing my sorrow that we didn't get to talk about it because we were talking about more urgent news. I said I really like the dress, and you said you quote have notes. I do. So I'm I've been waiting. Oh my gosh! To yeah. hear what your notes are. Yeah. Because I we rarely disagree. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, I was really I did not like the dress. I think mm. I don't think it fit her that well. I I agree. I think uh, I also did not like the color. Uh, it just wasn't doing it for me i think with like all the beading and all the crystals and everything and the like the baby blue i was just kind of like i wish she would have gone for more of a jewel tone because i think she looks really great in jewel tones and not that she doesn't look good in blue but i thought with all the sparkles i was just like you know what i I would have rather seen her in a jenny packham more jewel toned dress especially since it's like the holidays and maybe i'm already in the holiday spirit so i'm like i'm like light blue get away from me even though and Maybe it was also like I was lots of people said that she looks like Elsa from Frozen. Oh, I never even made yeah. that connection. And I kind of had I kind of thought that as well. I was like, it's kind of a, you know, it is kind of a, you know, kind of a fairy tale dress. But I thought it, I feel like it could have been 
um, tailored better to her. And I get that she has a very, uh, has a changing figure as the baby gets bigger and you know, whatnot, but I didn't, yeah, I just felt like it didn't fit in the right parts. And so it wasn't particularly one of my favorites. So I hope I don't see it again. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't say that any of your criticisms are invalid. I can just say that I was probably blinded by the sparkle and that's why I was like, Ooh, I love this because that's me yeah. in a nutshell. <laughs> it's just like, yay shimmer. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. I, again, yeah, it didn't fit her perfectly and it's, it's just kind of, I don't know if she can, you know, like you'll see a lot of, um, Hollywood actresses who will be like nine months pregnant and they'll wear beautiful dresses that are very form fitting. Yeah. Like, and they look like they were, I mean, they were clearly one made for that person and they were tailored that day. That's how well they're yeah. fitted. And some people, I don't know, it's still like the old fashioned kind of like women should hide their pregnancy yeah. type thing. And that's always kind of like been the two sides of the coin. Like some people think that it's vulgar to wear really form fitting pregnancy clothes, which it's 2017. We have bigger problems. Right. But I mean, wear what you want, like is the whole thing. And so I'm wondering if part of it is like that dress would have looked a lot better if it had been more closely tailored to her body and but she couldn't you know because of that whole like kind of traditional fustiness about you know about the bump actually showing your your bump like she wasn't able to and so it was kind of like a well you know this isn't going to be a tent dress but it isn't going to be you know tight so we'll just kind of do a little drape but then it just was kind of awkward yeah yeah and i get it like i she knows that people are just going to be taking pictures of her stomach, zooming in. They already do it. And I can get mm-hmm. you want to be like protective of that. But I also know. Right. Exactly. Like she has the exact same access to tailors as many celebrities do. So it could yeah. have absolutely been a little bit more fitted. So. Well, I don't know. I th- I think, you know, hard to put too much scrutiny on on her. You know, she was wearing heels while pregnant, which is a a plus. True, true for me. And um, again, love the sparkles. Yeah. So I we can both agree on as that. As a fellow pregnant lady, I shouldn't be so harsh on her, but it's it's done. I've said my words. Well, it's because she has access to all the resources you wish you right. had. You know, like like you. I mean. And on a normal day, like, we all wish we could, you know, wear what Kate gets to wear or have access to her budget and her closet and archivists and whatever else helps her, uh, you know, dress how she does. And so, you know, it is a little bit like, okay, well, I could just see because it's I think it was that it was like so close and just the right tweaks could have really made the outfit. Absolutely. And that's probably why you didn't like it versus like complete swing and a miss. Yeah. Where no, are you like, whatever. I've never thought Kate is a complete miss. I just, there's always just something. And I know she does struggle with maternity wear. I know yeah. she. But that's probably why she's clinging to goat so tightly is because she looks great in it. It's such a good, like, shape for oh, absolutely. where she is in her pregnancy right now. Mm-hmm. And she already has it in her closet. So she's like, great, let's go. <laughs> well, I can discuss this next yeah, item. Go for it. If you want a break, um, there's so much. I know. <laughs> I did. I know. You know. Obviously, in the next couple months, we're going to be super focused on Megan and Harry. So, you know. Well, yeah, but again, if the Kate's out and about as much as she is now, right. um, 
hopefully for her sake, she'll get to wind down a little bit or take take some longer breaks and put her feet up. For sure. But, yeah. So on November 28th, um, she was out at the Foundling Museum, um, which is a museum in London that tells the story of the Britain's Foundling Hospital. And that was the first home in the country for abandoned children. So it was similar to, like, I guess... I don't know, kind of like an orphanage, but where women who, like, if you think of the, all right, I'm going to bring it into terms of the musical Annie, where her, like, her parents are like, we can't afford her anymore, but they leave her behind and say, we're going to come back for you when times are better and we have money to support you, but here's a lo- half of a locket, so you'll know it's us when we come back to get you. And so this was really a touching thing. She, um toured the museum and one of the the things in the museum one of the exhibits is a collection of objects that um, mothers left with their children when they were leaving them at the hospital which the aside from being just really interesting objects to look at and to kind of give a glimpse into what society like the kind of trinkets people had at that time i mean it's also just really moving to think that because a lot of the objects really are beautiful and are clearly someone's prized possession that they're leaving with their child which is another one of their prized possession i don't know i don't know how kate held it together during that because i would be crying but she on the way in uh to the um museum she was given she gave her first um interview to the press that was kind of off the cuff um when she's walking from her car somebody asked her about um harry and megan and she um, as we predicted, very, gave a very like, I'm so happy for them, just thrilled, like kind of answer, which I, I almost like, I laughed hysterically because we predicted like, oh, no, she's going to say, I hate her. She's a cow. Yeah. Like, what is she going to say? <laughs> right. And, you know, like, there's only so much you really can say in those brief snippets. Um, but yeah, so she we got to kind of hear her more off the cuff, which was fun. And um, then, oh, I forgot to mention that the tour of the museum um, was provided by Corum, and it um, it also that's a nonprofit that uh, continues the work of the Foundling, Muse- Foundling Museum, and it also provides outreach services. And um, what Kate was wearing was a Kate Spade dress um, with a retro diamond print, and I uh, really liked this dress. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a lot better. I mean, it's a, it's a good shape for her. And she just looked really good mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, I thought of it. Is that the first time she's worn Kate Spade? Uh, or is this a rewear? I uh, this is a new dress, but she has worn Kate Spade before. She has worn... Um, it's a sim- It was a similar dress, kind of the shape, but it was like a pink kind of flat, mm-hmm. like roses, I believe. Oh, um, yep. And then I, I think it had a one. more strict, like, old-fashioned-y collar. Um, yeah. That I'm re- trying to remember... But yeah, she's worn Kate Spade one time, uh, one previous time. But so this was a new dress. But she looked yeah. great. Then yes, our last uh, kind of, or at least formal engagement that she went to was on November 29th to the Robin Hood Primary School uh, to celebrate um, their their gardening program. And I guess it's the Royal Household Gardening Program, which gets kids um, into the 
his kids, you know, their fingers into the dirt. Yeah. And while they're doing that, they learn how to, you know, how to how to be part of a team and how to eat well because, you know, they're actually growing their own food and gain confidence and all of that. So kind of like a Michelle Obama event. That was what I was just thinking. <laughs> it's very similar to what she would do with her uh, White House gardening. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and Kate did many different types of activities. Um and so in my notes, I said, Kate is whittling wood. So she's, yeah, she sat with some of the, the really cute kids and they whittled a little bit, which was kind of funny. Um, and they also dug around in the dirt uh, to kind of show where these, all these bugs are living. And one of their, and one of the homes that these kids built was Bugging Them Palace. A plus pun work. Good job. (laughs) Yay. And I laughed really when I saw that picture (laughs) and probably way too long that I laughed at it because it's great. I love it. So all the bugs that help uh, fertilize and, you know, tend to the garden as well. It's part of the ecosystem. And then uh, one thing I thought was super funny when I first saw the photos of Kate Holt. So Kate speaks at the, spoke at this event and uh, she's holding a microphone, which usually she's like at a, you know, a podium and has the microphones obviously already being held by something. So I thought when I first saw, I was like, is she like singing right now? Like doing some karaoke? Yeah. But no, she was just giving a speech. <laughs> and obviously that was what they had set up for her. So I thought it was kind of funny because I was like, is, it also looks like she could be like holding a rally right now. And she's protesting mm-hmm. something. Yeah, she's gonna or she's gonna drop yeah. the mic <laughs> at the end of her speech. Yeah. Duchess out. Boom. Exactly. So I thought when I first saw those photos, I was like, what is she doing today? And then I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Uh, but yeah, since she was outside and it was very cold and a little chilly, she wore a very classic uh, British outfit. She wore her barber uh, wax jacket. That she's had for many years. Uh, she wore an, what looks like a sweater that I want very badly. So it looks very warm. A temporary honeycomb sweater in black. And then uh, some boots. Her Penelope Chil- <laughs> Chilvers long tassel boots. And she's had them for, I I exaggerated, and said 100 years. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's only 96. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> uh, But she's had them for a really long time. And she she takes very good care of them. Or at least her cobbler does. So, uh, or like I'm imagining like back in from like Jane Austen thing where people have to like have their servants for their boots yes. and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure she does have that person. I mean, I got my, I have my first like got my first pair of like real nice leather boots that I have for work, and so since they're for work and I wear them around the office, they can't be like scuffed or anything. It's a lot of work to like polish shoes. Mm-hmm. As a lady, I never had to do this before, and it it gives me a whole lot of, yeah, you could definitely have a person whose job it is to clean boots yeah. back in the day, if you have a huge household and a lot of mud, which London, rich people in London had both, so, or in England had both. Um, yeah. But you want to touch on Kate's last informal? Yes, yeah. So, Kate was spotted, I believe, um, last Friday. Friday, which I think was December 1st, uh, King's Cross. And uh, she had been wearing, and she'd been spotted in this coat before, but she had been driving with her mom. So we couldn't really tell the full extent of what it was. But she has this beautiful, just like plaid coat from Zara. And I want it. 
So um, it says, give me your coat, Kate, in our notes, because I would love to have this coat. Uh, and, and honestly, when you said that, I thought you were talking about the barber jacket because that was my first <laughs> thought was like, I want that one. And so I guess we just need to find a way to break into her, again, her archive and steal her coat. The vault. So, but yeah, she's been seen wearing it a couple of times. So I'm sure it's uh, something she's been wearing a lot, but very cute. Um, but yeah, she was spotted at King's Cross. They, they think she was meeting a friend or something and picking someone up, but no idea. Mm. She wasn't going to platform nine and three quarters <laughs> no. to stand in line with a novelty scarf. I guess not. She's popping into the shop there to get, I don't know, a Hufflepuff magnet yeah. <laughs> for Harry. You have done that for me. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's because that's a great it gift. Is. But great. yeah. Then there was an event today. And I don't need, I didn't know this was coming. I've been kind of busy at work. So I wasn't keeping on top of like the upcoming events. So when I opened up my Instagram during my lunch break, I got to see some pretty sparkly jewelry photos. And so there was a diplomatic reception tonight. um, And we just got car photos. I don't know. I haven't checked in a couple hours. Maybe we've gotten, they've released other shots of it. But um, I don't think they have as of recording time. But we saw kind of what Kate was wearing. We know that she's wearing... And it isn't the Cambridge Lovers Knot, it's the other Wasn't one. Wasn't she in the Cambridge Lovers Knot? Am I wrong? She's in the Queen Mary's. No, it's the one that people always think is the Cambridge Lovers I, the, Knot. I, I don't think, know. I'm not oh, going to be pedantic those, about those are it. the same thing. They just have different... Somebody, mm, somebody said that one of them was sold to Germans and one of them is the other thing. There was a thing on my Instagram about it. I don't know. Well, again, I'm not going to be pedantic about it. She's wearing the the tiara that was made famous by her mother-in-law, which is commonly, or cor- correctly, or whatever, I don't know, the Cambridge Lover's Knot. And it's the one with the drop pearls down there, um, like, that kind of probably rattle around and make a lot of noise. But it's very beautiful. We also saw a shot of her necklace, which appears to be something that is kind of new for her, but it's on loan from her uh, grandmother-in-law and then she's wearing a white dress that we're not sure of but it appears to be new again there's not much detail because she's sitting down in a car Yeah, it looks very bedazzled so though it does and which i mean she's already wearing like a huge diamond necklace so but i'm just speaking out of jealousy yeah. but yeah they usually don't give photos of this event we got a photo i think from 2015 when um Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, Charles and Camilla and Will and Kate all took a photo together and they released that. But that was the first Mm -hmm. time they'd ever released a photo at that event. So Hmm. I don't and that's the thing. She's wearing white. And so it's just like, will we like, where is she ever going to wear this dress? Besides, she wears like those lighter colors to this event because it's supposed to be kind of a white tie. Very for a white party, white party. Diddy's there. (laughs) So I'm just like, this is mm-hmm. the only place she would probably ever wear this dress. So when will we see it? No, watch. She bursts into the ch- the chapel of yeah. St. George's on Megan's <laughs> wedding day. And like, look who's got her, a bi- who's like post baby body or whatever they call yeah. it or something like that. <laughs> She's, no, that's not, that's not Kate's style somehow. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this event, I mean, it's, they just kind of, it's like a, 
diplomatic reception with ambassadors to the UK, right? right? Yep. And so they meet so, with all of them, and there's like a ton of them. There's a lot of yeah. ambassadors. <laughs> Lots of them. So we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out and see if any further details emerge about Kate's dress, or if we get any photos that you know show a better view of what it looks mm-hmm. like. Um, I guess, I mean, that's been a long time. That's, we've almost talked for an hour at this point. Look at us. Um, but now we're going to move on to the, um, couple we've spent most of last week on, um, Megan and Harry. And first, uh, we're going to just talk about some of the wedding updates. Because obviously when we recorded last, uh, last time, it was the eve of the announcement and we didn't, well, God, no, that's not how it works. No, we talked. It was the evening... At, that they announced. And so we didn't know the official date or time or date or time, date or place that it would t- take place. And we speculate, we got one of the two things right. <laughs> um, the ceremony will take place at uh, St. George's Chapel in Windsor, as predicted by us, which I say yay. Yes. I think you also yeah. say yay. It's a beautiful location and will allow them you know, a, a good day without the pressure of a London right. wedding. Um, the thing that we got wrong was the timing of it. I predicted it was going to be like, you know, they were going to do it while Kate was still pregnant with baby Cambridge three. And unless Kate's due date, unless Kate overshoots her due date, it's unlikely to be the case. So they have announced that it will be in May, 2018. Yep. No specific date yet, but we have a month there's been some rumors it could be over, um, it could be like May 26th, which would be the Memorial Day weekend in the United States, which would be mm. awesome for us. Yes, because I wouldn't have to take off right. work. <laughs> well, actually, I would because it would be. Isn't, but it would be acceptable. So it would be easier to take off work because it's a long That's weekend. That's true. I could. Repeat. I wouldn't have to tell people I was taking off work for a royal wedding, which they might look at me like I'm a lunatic. <laughs> I could just be like, oh, long weekend, family plans, and they would be more into it. Well, I, my, again, this is me just speculating completely unfoundedly, but noticing that they announced the engagement, uh, Harry and Meghan announced their engagement a week after Will and Kate had announced theirs, I kind of looked and so Will and Kate's anniversary will be on the 29th of April. And so I was thinking maybe they would keep with the same kind of cadence and it's possible that they could do it, you know, the weekend of May 5th. But again, that's just me making things up. But, you know, we'll see. I'm excited. Cinco de Mayo wedding. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. That'd be great. (laughs) Then they could have like a margarita bar at the reception, at the non pub, the non televised part. (laughs) Yeah, the, the private reception. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm sorry. I'm losing it. Um, but uh, the other, again, there's been, you know, kind of some reporting going on about the log- other logistics of the day. And um, one article I saw from the Daily Mail. So, you know, take take it for what you will. Um, says that George and Charlotte will be in the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and go went on to say that William would be the supporter uh, which is kind of like the best man, but it's not. Um, apparently, Will appointed Harry best man, 
Apparently, like, best man is supposedly better than supporter. Uh-huh. And, like, traditionally, you're supposed to have a supporter. But William was like, no, best man. I don't know. I don't know these things. I haven't fact-checked this. But also, I don't know how the Daily Mail would know that Harry wouldn't do the same thing for his brother. Right. I don't know. I mean, if his, um, if, the, if the purpose of being the, the, you know, the main supporter or the best man is to literally stand by his side, like, it's one and the same to me. But if it's, like, he's not standing next to him, it's, like, sitting down or, like, kind of being there. Yeah, I, get, I think there's a difference. I guess there could be, like, but I think the article said that he would be standing next to him no matter what. I don't I don't know. We'll have to look. And this is, you know, what we'll do in some future episodes when there's less of an onslaught of news to discuss is look at some other royal weddings through history. And we can kind of look like what role did Charles play in um, his brother's weddings? Might be a little different because they're they're less close in age and like, you know, there are other issues there, but or other interesting facets of those relationships, I should say. But yeah, we can see. But uh, the article also said that Kate will take a limited role. And they quoted somebody about who, like, and I don't disbelieve that. Obviously, she'll just have had a baby. I don't think she wants to, like, be rehearsing picking up someone's train in veil. She's obviously, I don't think, going to be the maid of honor. But, like, the, they, the person they quoted for this fact was that of somebody who's like, no, Kate is the future queen. She won't be attending to somebody else on their wedding day. And I was like, well, I mean, I know she wasn't in Pippa's bridal party, but she was like still helping out. So I don't, I don't know how much that person's say so is persuasive to me. But I mean, I, I agree with the result. I just don't agree with the reasoning, I guess. So, Caitlin, you also texted me. We got another listener question today from the same listener, Shally Co. Yeah. So, thank you so much for your question. Uh, you asked if uh, the wedding will be televised uh, and also showed your dismay if it would not be because that would be a little sad. Uh, but fear not. It will be televised. Uh, several reporters asked uh, Kensington Palace whether or not they would be um, televising the event and they will be yes they'll be offering the opportunity for people to bring in or to at least stream in the sense like put on their network mm-hmm. the the ceremony so we absolutely if you're not there we will get a very similar <laughs> if our invites experience. get lost in the mail we can right. still watch on tv yeah i invited harry to my wedding oh yeah you did Be- I believe I deserve to go to this wedding. Yeah, by the law of reciprocal invitations, you get to go. You invited him. And he didn't send you a gift. Yeah, he did not send me a gift. I didn't even get a card or anything. Because that was mostly what I wanted, was just like some sort of acknowledgement. But I don't even know if they send it to people who don't live in the UK. I'm guessing they don't. Because they would have way too many people to send invites too but yes it will be televised so we'll absolutely get uh some uh, pretty good seats yeah because i just remember even watching will and kate's it's just like they pan to like the just like the the heights of westminster abbey and i think i love st george's i think it's gorgeous so i think we will get some similar beautiful views i wonder if they have to install cameras in there i mean i'm sure they had to like upgrade the system in Westminster Abbey, it wasn't like they were working with the same technology they put in for, like, 
you know, other uh, events in past. But I wonder if that's going to require some like historical building permits or something like we need to install HD cameras so we can really get a zoom on that ring. This will be the first wedding in 4K. (laughs) Should uh, I honey, we need to buy a new TV. No, we don't. This one works fine. No, I need an 80-inch 4K HD <laughs> so I can pretend I'm actually invited to their wedding. Right, exactly. Mm, I don't think that one's going to work. Yeah. We'll see, though. Uh, so, But, yeah, thank you for your question. And, yeah, if you are listening and have a question or uh, any comments, concerns, uh, topic suggestions, yeah, please send us a message. We'll give uh, contact info. We should really start doing it at the beginning of we the We should. Show. I'll just do it right yeah. now because you're probably yeah, still listening. It. This is still the interesting part. Our email is americrowndreams at gmail.com. It's exactly how you spell our podcast name um, and then at gmail.com. We are also reachable. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram handle that is at americrowndreams. Uh, Twitter is at americrowndream because for those of you who are new, the Twitter character limits you know, ruined my day and didn't let me put our full name in as the handle. So uh, those are all very good ways to get in touch with us. Another way to get in touch uh, is to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. That That's a good idea. We should we should move it up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so uh, also in the press release that they um, – that Kensington Palace sent out about the wedding. They mentioned that, obviously, that uh, Will and Meghan have, or not Will, damn it, Harry and Meghan, uh, have spent considerable time at Windsor, and it's a very special place, especially for Harry. So they're excited to get married there, and that their wedding will be, kind of essentially they said, like, will be a very, a wedding that really uh, encapsulates the, the personality of the couple. And so... That kind of, that excites me. Me too. But it also leaves me wondering what that means. Is there going to be a uh, party clown? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is Barack Obama going to get up and just roast Harry for a good 25 minute right. set? I mean, what's going to happen? Right. Because, yeah, Harry's just a really playful person. And so I can just see. And obviously there's even the just that Megan's kind of a glamorous person. and But also... You know, they're very committed to the causes that they care deeply about. And so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of incorporate that. And I think we can talk about this uh, in a future episode in more depth about what we think those might mean. Um, but one of the things people were talking about is that they might have a banana wedding cake. Why? Um, so they reasoned that. So at, around the time that they were still kind of secretly dating. She posted, Megan posted on Instagram, a photo of two bananas like spooning. Okay. And apparently the media has decided that it's because Harry and Megan are really like into bananas or something. What? Yeah. Um, or they're just people who had <laughs> bananas in their kitchen. Right. Like- it was just like a cute, it was like a very cute photo. It was like a, it was like a photo she found on the internet and shared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they were, they like, will this be the first couple to never not have the traditional royal wedding cake that they're going to have banana? And I was like, okay, it's kind of random, but who knows? That is weird. Maybe they'll surprise us. Uh, so I look forward to more stupid things like that mm-hmm. coming up. 
But uh, yeah, we'll definitely talk in more depth what we think a, uh, a w- what type of wedding really encapsulates Harry and Meghan's love. Yeah. Who will, yeah, who will make appearances? Who will do readings? What, what's the scope of, of what could happen? Um, the final item before we get to our discussion on their first engagement together as an engaged couple. Um, and this is kind of, I didn't know where else to put this, but it's been announced that Megan will be spending Christmas with the Royal family at Balmoral. Um, this is kind of groundbreaking because this is the first reported non married significant other. Like, well, that's a weird way to put it. This is, she will be the first like non spouse who is invited to the Royal family's Christmas day festivities. Because usually the queen has had a pretty hard and fast rule. I guess this is what the press reports. I don't know if this is actually the case. Um, That, you know, if you didn't have a ring on the finger, like a committed non-engagement ring on the finger, you know, just don't bring it. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, That's a lot of security to wrangle for people who, a lot of NDAs to draft for people who aren't necessarily going to be relatives. Um, And so... Also, there's a lot of people in the family, and though they have large rooms, you know, there's only so much you can, so many people you can accommodate. But um, I don't think that Megan will be staying at um, at the with the Queen. Uh, what I read was that she and uh, Harry would likely be staying with Will and Kate at Amner Hall nearby, and would be just driving over for the day to spend the day with the Queen. Rather than, like, actually staying there. But still, we might get a nice... We will uh, hopefully get a very good Christmas Day hand-holding tandem sighting featuring both (gasps) brothers and their lovers. That's a weird word. Their their loves. I don't know. Their loves. (laughs) Trying to think of, like, yeah. Um, But they will be, again, tandem hand-holding. Yeah, I think Christmas would be a wonderful time to see them all together because I'm like, I'm very much looking forward to seeing them like this, I don't know, this quartet, this royal quartet. I know. And you know that like, I don't know, every time I'm in the same place as like me and my husband are in the same place as my uh, brother and sister-in-law, everyone's like, let's get a picture of you four. Like, you know that that happens with them too. Like, oh, look at our family and our new family members. And yeah. So I want pictures. Yeah, so Christmas would be a fabulous time for this to happen. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll see. We will. Um, but now we can talk about their uh, event. I know, it's really confusing to say their first royal engagement. Engagement? Yeah, their engagement engagement. Engage. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was in Nottingham, and it was on December 1st. Um, they did a, quite a few things, so maybe we'll alternate here. Um, but I will just say that the, um, uh, Instagram caption made me laugh. It said, Prince Harry has been to Nottingham several times before and was delighted to be introducing the city to Miss Markle. It's like, it's so PR person, like nonsense. Like, I'm sure yeah. Harry was like, oh, <laughs> Megan, I'm delighted to be introducing the city of Nottingham to you. Like, Nottingham is my number one destination. Yes. I have a timeshare there. <laughs> didn't you know? <laughs> I can. Oh man! So um, 
The first thing uh, they did was they met with crowds. They were at the National Justice Museum and outside there were like barricades set up with people, the adoring fans, um, waiting to see if they could meet them. And they did a bit of handshaking and flower accepting. Um, and they seemed really happy. They kind of walked in together looking really like hand-holdy and in love. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of split up and went to either side of the street or the path, whatever they were on. And then they kind of crossed over again and switched and went over. And they were, um, I don't know how long that lasted. Don't think it lasted a very long time, but um, they had a good time and they were clearly very giddy during that event. Um mm-hmm. Since it was cold out, they were uh, dressed in kind of winter weather wear. Harry was wearing a navy dress coat that I hadn't seen him wear, but mostly he was wearing like a beige scarf that was like draped. <laughs> and then his shirt was unbuttoned, like stylishly, because he wasn't wearing a tie with it. But it seemed really weird. It looked like he was shirtless under his coat from a certain <laughs> oh, okay. angle. It was kind of funny. Um, but I also was like, ooh, yeah, Megan was like, you should wear the scarf, babe. Just yeah. kidding. Um, Spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, as for what Megan was wearing, um, first out, I wanted to give a shout out to a blog and Twitter account that's kind of popped up to fill the the void of IDing, kind of play the role what what Kate's um, like all the people who blog about what Kate wears and and uh, identified the designers of the clothes she has on at various events. Um, the site that I've seen most often for Meg that does the same thing for Megan is a site called Megan's mirror. And they've done a, you know, a really good job of identifying these things. And I still don't know how you do it, but good job. And thanks for doing the hard work that I couldn't do. Um, so she was wearing a Navy blue pea coat that was kind of on the longer side and it's called the Mackage Mackage Mackage. Yeah. I don't know. Double-breasted military maxi coat. I think that that description of the product describes exactly what it looked like. Um, and then you could just kind of tell that she had on these black slouchy boots, um, which were ID'd as being um, Kurt Geiger violet boots. And then she had a handbag that was a delightful, glorious handbag by Scottish brand Strathberry. Um, but she looked really well put together and happy and, yeah, looked really mm-hmm. good. So the reason why they were in Nottingham was to um, attend. It was also World's A- World AIDS Day. And uh, so they went to an event hosted by the Terrence Higgins Trust, uh, which works obviously to um, help people with who have um, AIDS or HIV. Um, and Terrence Higgins was like the first, I believe, person in the United Kingdom to die of AIDS, um, HIV. And so his friends like banded together to put together uh this group that continues to yeah help with uh providing services awareness for anyone suffering and obviously prevention and whatnot um so this event was at the nottingham contemporary exhibition center and from there we saw what megan was wearing underneath Mm -hmm. her sweet coat uh yep so she's wearing a black uh, turtleneck sweater and I think it was ID'd. It was like it was ID'd. Um, Body suits. Oh, it is. Okay, I didn't I ID it because yeah. it to me it looked kind of like a plain black sweater. 
Yeah, apparently it was a bodysuit okay. of some sort. I don't remember the brand, though. I was just like, Well, go to Megan's it. Mirror and look like, it up. <laughs> yeah. Guess. That's what I'd say, because that's where I would have found yeah. the information. The skirt yeah, was and then, um, so distracting that that's all I put in the notes. Yeah, and then uh, the skirt uh, with the belt was uh, the, from Joseph, um, which is the full midi skirt. And it's kind of like a khaki it, color? It, yeah. Tannish, yeah. khaki-ish? A little bit mm-hmm. warmer than khaki, maybe, but... Yeah, yeah, and apparently Joseph is a pretty British brand that other royals have worn as well. Um, so I'm not... I I will make a note to find out what other royals have worn this brand. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm seeing a note from you here, Jenna. I just said... About your feelings. Yeah, I said mixed feelings because when I first saw the pictures of her, I thought she was wearing, like, culottes. Like, it's the, the way the skirt like the pleats on it or i don't know like yeah probably pleating um it kind of makes it go in and it has a really nice silhouette and then it kind of poofs out at the bottom but again it looks like you could be wearing these like crazy bell bottomed cropped pants it's weird um from different angles i liked it a lot better and so again that's why i mixed feelings because on certain photos i'm like i really like that skirt and in other ones i'm like Oof, I don't know because it does look like these weird, crazy pants. But yeah, it definitely kind of played tricks with you. Overall, I think it was a successful outfit because it kind of, I mean, it it really shows that Megan is not going to be, she's going to take risks, I think, in mm-hmm. her, her style. And, you know, it was, I think it was a good, a good choice probably for her. But again, I just think yeah. it's more like, I I just got mad at the photos that made it look like something it wasn't. No, I absolutely agree. I think uh I think she I think she did a good job of mixing kind of some classic kind of British royal wear at least in the look, especially with the coat and everything, but I felt like they were they still had some kind of drama to them that I don't think you would see from other royals. So, I don't know if it's just you know, Kate obviously was a little bit more. I don't like. I struggle. I don't like to compare. Well, them, but, but like, okay, compare the styles that we I, have. I, and by compare, I don't mean like I'm. I think one's better than the other is what I should say. Yeah, because I'm. Um, well, like if we compared my style to your style, like we'd be very different. But I don't think. I mean, yeah. if I'm being honest, I think you have better style than I do. But like, I'm never gonna be like, oh, somebody's comparing me to her. But I get it. It's hard, and we can just. I guess say this, but they are in, but they have some, they they have similar situations. They have similar situations. Yeah. But still they're like just their whole underlying like style. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like philosophy is a little bit different. Right. Exactly. So yeah. So no, I liked, I liked what I saw since it's obviously she's taking on a completely new job. Mm -hmm. And so trying to figure out obviously, yeah. Balancing her, her personal style and, which is a little bit more dramatic and trendy uh, and obviously not being so flashy that it's like, oh, you have obviously taken away from the event too much. Uh, yeah. is something I think she'll, she'll have to work on and deal with for a while. I didn't say work on because I don't think that she was particularly, I think she could have been at any event and it's her first event. She's obviously going to be the focus. Yeah. For a very long time. Yes, she is. Um, 
Well, so once they finished up um, at the Nottingham Contemporary Exhibition Center, they went over to Nottingham Academy. Um, and while they were there, they uh, kind of checked in on a charity called Full Effect that the Royal Foundation, which is the foundation of Princes and Kate. Um, so their foundation has since 2013 supported this charity. Um, so Full Effect uh, works to help children avoid youth violence and crime through early intervention, mentorship, and training. And so while they were there, they met with people who were workers or people who worked for the charity and then also people who were beneficiaries of the charity's services. And um, so I think Megan's first two outings were a success. Uh, they were kind of Harry's older, like the charities that Harry, Harry has been working with for a very long time. Um, and they're kind of the more typical day-to-day royal outings. So you're not traveling particularly far, but you are able to, you know, really meet some interesting people who are having a great effect on their community. Yeah, and I think, I thought it went really well, too, because she, from all indications, she did a really good job of kind of working the circuit and... I think it'll be interesting to see where else they kind of go because they mentioned in like their engagement interview how she just wants to see more of the UK. So I'm kind of excited to see where they go next since I want I want to see them like all the way up in Scotland. Like I want to see them just like doing all these things that are just like quintessentially British. Yeah. Taking a Highland tour in a bus with a crazed (laughs) crazed Scottish old man. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to earn her citizenship. I was to say, you know, um, the the like, what is the equivalent? The co- Starbucks is to coffee as Weatherspoons is to beer or to pubs. You yeah. know, I there's some always some people in Britain who are like trying to visit every Weatherspoons pub in the country, and it's like maybe that's what Megan <laughs> needs to do. Yeah, <laughs> travel around and go to every Weatherspoons available. Yeah, I don't know. She needs to. She needs to. Yeah, definitely you know, get some more typical British, um, I don't know, experiences. She needs to find a queue somewhere and just queue for a while. (laughs) There is this thing on Netflix that's like called like very British problems. And it's just Mm -hmm. like a fun, it's like a funny TV show where it's documentary and it's, I'm trying to compare it to something. It's like where they just are like, queuing don't you hate that and then it's just people making jokes about it for like 10 minutes and then they move on to another topic and it's it's just supposed to be like these are problems british people have and only (laughs) british people have or they have like a unique cultural identity surrounding these issues and it's funny yeah well so yeah I look forward to more events. I'm sure. I know she'll also, Megan will also be kind of, they talked about how she's probably going to be state in the States uh, visiting people as she kind of, you know, says farewell to her, her life as she knows it. Yeah. Um, but. Hopefully she plans uh, a, we'll see more. a relaxing vacation for herself and like her mom yeah. or some other, you know, good friends from uh, growing up or college or wherever. And, you know, can have a a fun kind of relaxing vacation. And, yeah, I 
we'll we'll have to see when next time she shows up. So I guess she will not be the speculation that I heard before this Nottingham um event happened was that her first would it be that her first event with Harry would be at the premiere of the new Star Wars movie since Harry and Will are in it as stormtroopers and Megan's an actress but obviously that will just be a, a a brother's night out evening where they'll they'll be having fun together Megan will be somewhere else so we'll see um, well, that I think does it for this episode. I already gave all of our contact information. I could repeat it, but I don't think people want to hear it. But yeah, I, I think another thing you can talk contact us about is, yeah, if there's any topics as we gear up for this royal wedding, uh, if there's any topics about Megan, about Harry, about them, about the wedding that you would love us to cover or to speculate about, we're going to have quite a few episodes about, you know, what will Megan wear or, you know, all that kind of stuff um, in the coming months. And so if you have any ideas of anything, you topics you'd like us to explore, please, please reach out to us because we, we live to serve. And, you know, we'll talk more about banana cake, I guess, if that's what you want to hear about. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe I was a little harsh. Maybe they really do have a thing for bananas, but I don't know. As, as a person who personally doesn't like bananas, they're fine, but, like, don't give me a cake with them. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, just a straight-up banana cake? No. Mm. There's much better stuff. Unless, like, they're, I don't know, banana cream. But... I guess we'll find out. We will find uh, we out. Will, we can maybe we, will do... we can buy a piece of it, a commemorative <laughs> piece of the cake, right? That's what yeah. Uh, yeah. goes up for auction every Even once it... in a while with Will and Kate. So Exactly. So we'll find well, out. Well, we get rich from this podcast, right? We'll we'll exactly. get spent on a piece of banana <laughs> cake from Harry and Megan's wedding. Oh, that reminds me. I have a funny picture I'm going to send you of how it's like a meme talking about how you can monetize your podcast. Oh. And it's literally just a box of just all your podcast equipment. Yeah. And sell it. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, that's mean. Mm. I was like, that hurts. So we're not, I don't think either of us is trying, are trying to get rich. I think we're just trying to share our wealth of knowledge. No, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll be back at you next week with more news and maybe a feature topic. If people slow down a little bit, they are too busy these days, but uh, maybe we'll have a little bit. I guess the crown is coming out this Friday, oh, too. Oh, sure. On uh, December 8th. So if well, maybe we'll chat about that if we are if we have some time to dive into some episodes or maybe we'll hold off since not everyone does it. I you might know. at least well, hear our first thoughts on on what it is. Yeah, spoiler free. For sure. Spoiler free discussion and note for any future things where we talk about. You know, we might talk about the crown season one in depth because that's been out for over a year. But in future episodes, when we cover newer media, we will not. We'll be very conscious about saying, you know, talking about spoilers. So, all right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.